0: It's time for Friday Follies, right here on
1: the Mutual Audio Network.
2: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
1: Now Madison was working super hard on a makeup tutorial show. She was teaching smoky eyes to folks out Who really wanted to know When some freaky deaky science stuff Only understood by nerds Zapped her into old radio shows The kind you might never have heard Now she should probably be trying to get out But Madison, she's having fun
3: called The Adventures of the Thin Man, but I've been told it has nothing to do with body shaming. There's a husband and wife team who solve crimes together, but looks like it's going to be a Madison and wife team this time. Hey! And oh my god, we start at a wedding. I love weddings! I know, I'm so basic. But the romance and dressing up and the food. And this one promises to be Amazing. It's at a super high-end hotel in Manhattan.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here in the sight of God, and in the face of this company... ...to join together this man and this woman in holy matrimony.
3: OMG, Nora, that dress! I heart it! It is so vintage! Vintage? Old but classic. Which is different than retro, which is old, kitschy, ironic, but cool. I
4: see. Why do the ministers always mumble the ceremony in their beards?
3: I'm totes gonna write my own vows using Taylor Swift lyrics. The songs where she isn't breaking up with somebody are really romantic.
4: Look, James, trembling. Oh, poor girl. She's probably crying. Why would she be
3: crying? She managed to get a guy to commit. Every bride
4: cries. They weep for all the men they have to give up.
3: I love hearing that 40s women were tote sluts, too.
1: I now pronounce you man and wife. You may kiss the bride.
3: I don't even know these people and I'm crying. Too many Hallmark movies.
4: Come with me. Arthur told me to meet him in that little room on the side right after the ceremony.
3: The groom? Why?
4: I don't know. He said it was important.
3: I don't want to be late for the reception. Do you know the last time I had a real wedding cake? In LA, they're all vegan, gluten-free, sugar-free. I'm sorry, but when I starve myself for eight months to fit into my wedding gown, you know I'm going to want the biggest, gooeyest, fatteningest cake possible.
4: Oh, here they come. Nora! Arthur, I want to wish you and Jane every happiness.
0: Thank you, Nora.
4: Yes, thank you.
0: Nick couldn't make it?
4: No, he was called out of town. He has a sick aunt. Oh, that's terrible. Not really. He always seems to get a sick aunt when I want him to come with me to a wedding. Now, let me introduce you to Madison Standish.
3: Your wedding was so beautiful. It's like the weddings I always acted out with my Barbie dolls. Until my dog chewed
4: up Ken.
0: I'm sorry to hear that?
3: Oh, no. It's okay. Barbie was better off.
4: You wanted to see me, Arthur. Aren't you keeping your other guests waiting? I'm sure they want to congratulate you and Jane. That's just it, Nora. Arthur's afraid to go out there.
3: Dude, the hard part's over. You said I do.
0: You don't understand. We're having some... trouble.
5: Really? What's the matter? Well, we don't know. Arthur, ask
4: them.
0: We were rather hoping Nick would be with you. We we wanted to ask if you would take our place tonight.
4: But why? I'm not sure I understand. God, <laughs> darling! Someone put a gun through that door and fired.
3: Who's your wedding planner? The House of Frey?
4: I'm so frightened.
5: This has been going on ever since we were married. You mean like? five minutes ago?
0: Jane and I were secretly married two weeks ago.
5: We just went through this ceremony to satisfy relatives and friends. You eloped? That's even more romantic.
3: Unless it's because you're pregos, People, I cannot stress this enough. Use protection.
0: No, it's not that. I'm not at all. But from the day after our marriage, someone has been trying to kill us.
4: You'll help us, won't you? Where were these murder attempts made?
0: The first attempt happened the second night after we were married. In our room in a small hotel in New Jersey.
3: Jersey? Come on, everybody gets shot at at least once in Jersey.
0: And there were two more attempts in a small hotel in Vermont.
3: Bernie State? Uh, I guess he won't move there till, like, the 60s. (gasps) We're in 1940s New York! Somewhere out there, there's a baby
4: Bernie! (laughs) I bet he looks like Baby Yoda. Why should anyone want to kill you, Arthur?
0: Oh, I don't know. Unless it has something to do with all that money Dad left me. You know, I came into my estate the day I married. I think someone is trying to terrorize me to extort money or something.
5: What kind of honeymoon can we have if we're always afraid of being killed? I want a live, living husband for my honeymoon. You and me both, babe.
0: If you two will agree to help, I've put together a plan. Oh, but how can it work without Nick?
4: Well, what's the plan?
0: For this honeymoon, you two would be us. Nora can put Jane's bridal veil over her face and brush out. Oh, but how can Madison pass for me?
3: Yes! Hashtag makeup challenge! I can use my expertise as a makeup artist to make myself look like a dude! But you're so
5: much smaller than Arthur.
3: Girl, size does not matter. It's all about the attitude.
5: I believe you have your imposters.
0: We reserved the honeymoon suite at the Gilded Towers Hotel. You take that, suite, and we'll take your apartment.
4: And you can be killed instead of us.
3: Suddenly not as excited about this plan.
4: We'll find out who's trying to harm you and do our best to avoid being killed in the process.
0: We can't thank you enough.
3: Consider it my wedding gift to you, since I didn't actually get you anything. Unless, Nora, did you put my name on the card? Yes, I did. You are a queen.
0: I suppose you two should change into our wedding clothes.
3: Okay, I'm going to need a contouring brush, mascara for stippling, and a whole hell of a lot of eyebrow pencils. I'm going total 80s classic, just one of the guys. I'm going to look so good, Sherilyn Finn will want to get in my pants.
6: The bridal suite is just down the hall, Mr. and Mrs. Hornsby.
4: Sweetie, why don't you help the bellboy with our luggage?
3: Because, Honeybun, soon the country will be peppered with holiday inns, and his job will be replaced by ice machines. Here we are. Ooh, I love the view.
6: Good gracious. Aren't you going to carry the bride across the threshold? What kind of a bridegroom are you anyway?
4: Yes, Arthur. What kind of a bridegroom are you?
3: The kind that supports women's lib. Why don't you carry me across the threshold, Jane?
6: (laughs) Oh, that would be utterly preposterous. (laughs) Utterly. I know all about what a bride and groom should do. I can advise you.
3: Thanks, but I don't need honeymoon advice from your right hand.
6: You see, the hotel assigns me to take care of the bridal suite. I've made a study of honeymooners.
4: Well, this is very thoughtful of you. Uh, I'm sorry, what's your name?
6: They call me Honeymoon Harvey. Well, come on now. Let's get started. Carry the bride across the threshold.
4: Is he serious? Play along. We don't want him to get
3: suspicious. Great. I saw what you packed away at the reception.
6: I don't care. I love pasta.
3: All right, Buttercup, here we go.
6: You seem like a pretty weak groom to me.
4: (laughs) There goes your tip. (laughs) All right,
6: now kiss him. Uh,
4: Never mind.
6: Madam, are you going to tell me what to do? I know more about these things than you.
4: But it's okay. I was in a sorority.
6: That's more like it.
4: All right, here's your tip. Just leave us
6: alone. Okay, I can take a hint. Well, folks, if there's anything you want, anything I can do for you, any errands you want done, any advice you need, any information. You know where to find me. We didn't seem to fool him.
3: Hey, that was a good kiss. What, you think I should have gone full tongue?
4: Hold me tight, Madison, and don't take your lips away.
3: The bellboy's gone.
4: I love you, darling. Come on,
3: you're married. What would Nick say?
4: And no, he can't watch. I'm just being sensible. We're in danger.
3: In danger of this
4: podcast going X-rated? The connecting door to the next room is opening. We're being watched by someone. Is it the gunman? Maybe. I can see the glint of a gun in the crack of the door. Which hip do you prefer to land on?
3: Huh? I had my phone in that pocket.
4: Stay on the floor while I try to rush the gunman in the other room.
3: Uh, That's gonna leave a mark. Let go of my hand. You're
4: breaking my wrist. Drop the gun, and I'll let go.
3: Aw, man, you cracked the screen. Where am I going to find a new iPhone 12 screen in 1940?
4: I said drop it, or I'll break more than just your wrist. Okay, okay. Madison, get in here.
3: Well, at least it looks like it's still working. Uh, hello. If I may describe this scene for our listeners at home, Nora is straddled on top of some girl on the floor. I leave you alone for two minutes and on our honeymoon? Who are you?
4: What's your name?
3: Bingo Burns. I thought that was the name of the farmer's dog.
2: They called me Bingo because I'm a right number.
3: 69. Sorry, 69 was too easy. Which isn't exactly true. It can actually be kind of difficult. It really depends on the flexibility
2: of the Why'd ch- you
4: try to kill us?
2: Because I made a mistake. I thought you were two other people. Look, give me back my gun, and we'll call the whole thing off and forget about it.
4: So you can kill someone else? Natch.
3: Natch. (gasps) Jinx! Jinx. Finally, someone who speaks my language.
4: What the name of the person you're looking to kill happened to be Jane Hornsby? You know too much. I'm getting out of here. You tripped her.
2: Nice work, Madison. Your makeup is amazing. Totally fooled me. I like her. She did just shoot at us.
3: Eh, what's a few bullets between BFFs? Bingo, can I get you some more champagne? Nah, I'm good, thanks. I love this complimentary honeymoon sweet gift basket. Normally I'd have to steal this stuff from the minibar.
4: If you're done pampering our assailant, I'd like to get to the questioning. Ooh, cashews. Why did you want to murder Jane Hornsby?
2: I got a very good reason. I don't like her. She stole Arthur, the little
3: crook. Mm, Totally relate. Although for me, I didn't actually try to kill her. But after they found what I put in her dorm room, she suddenly had to leave school. Was Arthur engaged
2: to you? Well, I didn't get around to proposing to him. But we were crazy about each other until she came along. I guess I must be nuts about him. All I want to do is kill her. I love him so much. (laughs) Cashew?
4: Thanks. Were you at the wedding today?
2: Yeah. I hid in the back.
4: Did you try to murder her there, too?
2: Murder a girl at her own wedding? What kind of character do you think I am? Seriously, Nora. There's a code. But somebody tried to kill her? Yes. I bet I know who it is. Snaky Simon Stacy. There's a name for you. Yeah. He's a snake with pants on. I met him when I used to do my specialty act at the cabaret. He's a gambler who hisses like a snake when he talks. And he's a friend of that Jane. That tomato. She ain't no Lily.
3: You know, you could tell. Her roots were showing disgusting totally
4: so why do you think it's this snaky person
3: snaky
2: simon i saw him at the wedding and i saw him talking to jane in that hotel in jersey where they stayed when they got secretly married you've been stalking him absolutely right on
4: i'd like to get a hold of this snaky simon
2: i'll show you where he lives
4: Uh, not yet First, we're going to check with Arthur on this story you've given us.
3: I'm so sorry, Bingo. Guys can be major dicks. I am
2: just a poor, hard-working chorus girl who wants her millionaire. But not for the money, mind you. For love.
3: Oh yeah, totes. Although, dating a poor guy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello?
4: Arthur, it's Nora.
0: Nora, I was just going to phone you. Something awful has happened. What? Jane's disappeared.
4: Jane's disappeared? Bitch.
0: I went downstairs for a minute, and she was gone when I got back. I know what the racket is now. I know why they terrorized me. They kidnapped Jane.
4: You stay right there, Arthur. We'll be right over. (coughs) Come on. We have to go see Arthur.
3: Better idea. You go to Arthur, let him know about Bingo, and she and I will go find that Snakey dude. No, I ain't going. From what you said, Snaky probably knows where Jane is, right? What if he tries to kill her? Good. Bitch, look, if you save Jane, Arthur is totes going to see you as the hero. All
2: right. For the sake of the man I love, I will rescue the tomato I hate. Leave us, depart.
3: <laughs> I love this girl. Those are such cute shoes. Thanks. I love your purse. A girlfriend of mine made it for me. No. Way.
0: Yes?
3: Whoa. Wasn't prepared for that face. Hello,
2: Snaky Simon.
0: Hello, Bingo. Who's the friend?
2: Madison Standish, nice to meet you. Now where's
3: Jane Hornsby?
0: Never heard of her.
2: You see what kind of snake he is?
0: Now, both of you. scram.
2: Ah!
3: Madison! His shirt's bleeding blood! Somebody shot him in the back! Rude. Uh. Grab him! He's tumbling forward. Uh, OK, I got him. Oh, god. He's crushing my boobs. Bingo, get him off me. Oh, no. I won't touch him. He's all full of blood. So am I. Come on, the dude weighs a ton. I'm not a weight Do Zumba. Is he dead? I'm gonna go with yes. Then I won't
2: touch him. It's bad luck. Are you freaking kidding me? Ow, got blood on my shoes. You're complaining
3: about your shoes? I look like Carrie's prom night.
2: You think the killer's still inside?
3: One way to find out, after you. Oh, no. I'm staying right here in the doorway. Girl, seriously? Ugh starting to understand why all those other detectives hated working with me. Whoever shot him must have run out the back. Door is wide open. Well, you better drag
2: him in. Me? Your clothes are already ruined. I think he's fine
3: right where he is.
2: Do not disturb yourself. I will answer.
3: Oh, now you're little miss helpful. Hello?
2: To whom am I speaking?
1: Hello, Chicklet. How's our little investment? Oh, I'm
3: fine. Who is it? Give me that phone. Hello.
1: Uh, hello. Is that you, Snaky?
3: Uh, yes, it's me. Who's
1: this? It's Georgie the Germ. Uh, what's the matter with you, Snaky? You sound queer.
3: Uh, that's inappropriate.
1: Say, who is this?
3: Snaky, I uh bit my tongue, so I sound strange
1: okay. Uh, I hear you got the investment
3: there. Ask her when we're gonna get the dividends. Investment? Dividends? You know what I'm talking about. You still gonna meet up with me at the hotel? Uh, sure. Where was that again?
1: <laughs> Good one. I'll be waiting.
3: Dude, bingo. Do you know where this Georgie the, uh, um... Germ. Snakes? Germs? Bingo? You guys got some effed up baby naming books.
2: You wanna know what Hotel Georgie the Germ is staying at? Bingo. Yeah?
3: Uh, yes, I want to know what hotel he's staying at.
2: Probably the Hotel Chandelier. You gotta have a police record before they'll even let you register.
3: Then that's the next place we look for Jane.
2: What do you think Georgie meant when he called me his investment? That an
3: insult? You think a guy named Georgie the germ is woke to women's rights?
0: I can't believe that Bingo was mixed up in this, Nora. She's a good kid at heart. What a thing to happen on a guy's second wedding night.
4: I'll take that, Arthur. Hello?
3: Hey, Nora. Sup? Oh, oh. wait a sec. What? Yeah, okay. Um, is Arthur there?
4: Yes. I
3: said I would. Tell him Bingo says hi.
4: Is that why you called?
3: No, obviously. So, like, Snakey's been murdered. We're in room 788 of the hotel chandelier. You should probably get over here, like, ASAP.
4: All right. Shall I bring Arthur?
3: I will. Chill out. Yes, please. Before Bingo loses it and I have to strangle
4: her. See you soon. Come on, Arthur. We're going out.
0: No, I can't leave here. The kidnappers may contact me. I bet that's the intermediary.
4: I'll answer it.
0: Arthur! Jane, darling!
5: They were horrible. But they got scared and let me go. Oh, Arthur...
4: Arthur, Jane, we've got to meet Madison. Stop kissing and start breathing, or you'll both suffocate.
0: We don't need Madison now. Just close the door when you go out, hey, Nora? Oh, my little food fly. My. my little gumdrop.
1: My stomach. I, I don't know who killed Snakey. And what's more, I don't, I don't like you in here bringing all kinds of high class germs into my hotel suite. <laughs> Don't touch that glass! I was just looking at it. You can get it
3: full of germs. I guess we know how you got your name. I'm antiseptic. You're crazy. Hey, he's not crazy. I just came here straight from a pandemic of global proportions. Bingo, go wash your hands. 20 seconds. All right. With soap! So, Georgie, let's try this again. Who is the investment? Uh, Stop asking so many questions.
4: Madison. I rushed over here.
3: Ha! Jesus, Louise, more germs! Uh, Stay back! What is he talking about? We're not wearing masks. Come on, everyone, six-foot distance!
1: What? Germs?
3: The mook is afraid of germs.
1: You don't understand nothing about germs! All right, Georgie,
4: we'll get out of your bubble if you just answer a couple of questions. I ain't answering nothing! I think I know how to get him to talk. You're afraid of germs, Georgie? You ever kiss a girl? Of course not. Do you think I want to die? Bingo, if you ever want to get your man back, kiss Georgie. No, no, not that. OMG, Nora. This guy is trying to stay
3: safe. It's okay, Georgie. Look, I I pulled my shirt up over my nose.
2: Get away! Shut up and kiss me.
4: (laughs) I ain't talking. Come on, Bingo. Let's both give him a kiss.
1: Sure thing. Oh! At least tell me you two are vaccinated. Uh, I I can't bear it. I can't stand it. You win.
4: (laughs) Go on, Madison. Ask him again. You guys
3: gotta take germs more seriously. It's 1940 now, but if you live to 2020, you'll be on a respirator in a nursing home. Won't be funny then. You tell him. Okay, Georgie. Just answer the question and we'll take our germs elsewhere. Is Jane the investment?
1: Yes, yes. Snakey and I put up the money for her to buy clothes and such when she met Arthur Hornsby. Uh, We financed a whole romance.
2: No wonder I didn't win. Nobody financed me. Hi,
3: I'm making a podcast because nobody in Hollywood will finance me. What was to be the payoff? Were
4: you planning to kill Arthur? That's right. Then Jane would get all his dough and and we'd all split it. So where's Jane now? She's at our place. (gasps) With Arthur. What? She came in the moment after you phoned. I I left them in each other's arms. My author! We'd better get back there. I just hope we're not too late.
3: Either way, you're probably cleaning your sheets.
5: Were you terribly worried about me, Sugarplum?
0: I most certainly was, Jane Darling. What, what are you doing with that gun, Dewdrop?
5: Just... Seeing how it works. It works beautifully, dear.
0: Oh, careful. Don't point that gun towards me, sweetie pie. Madison, what are you doing here?
5: Oh,
3: good. She just has a gun pulled on you. I was afraid the two of you would be in the middle of... Mm. Of what? Wow, Arthur, you really are dense. I was going to give you a whole story to get you downstairs, but, like, just go. What? Go downstairs. Go.
0: Shoo. What about Jane?
5: Go! Go! Gee, Madison, is there something wrong?
3: Girl, drop the act. I don't have to. I have a gun. True, but now Nora and I have Arthur. And your plan to kill him and get all of his money won't happen. That is, unless... Unless
5: what? Cut me in. Split the take. Go halfsies. I killed the last guy who wanted to split the take. That was you. Okay, you owe me a new outfit and Bingo a new pair of shoes. Snakey had it coming. He got impatient and tried to scare me when he started shooting after the wedding today.
3: Well, if you want me to send Arthur back in here so you can finish the job, we're going to have to draw up some terms.
5: You know a good notary public? All right. How much you want so I can kill the moron and get this over with?
0: (gasps) Dude drop! How you deceived me!
3: What is this? It's a surprise party for jail! Surprise!
4: What? We heard your confession. We heard everything you said.
2: You see, Arthur, she's a jerk with a heart of dirt, just like I told you. If you marry me, I wouldn't try to bump you off. I love you, Audie.
0: I'm sorry to have thrown you aside like that, Bingo, my sweet. Will you ever forgive me?
3: Of course.
0: My little cabbage.
3: My Arthur. <coughs> Uh, Okay, can we get the murderer out of here before you guys start, like, uh... My darling. (gasps)
0: That's
3: my favorite bedspread. I think you're going to want to burn that. Arthur!
0: Oh. Oh.
4: Well, Madison, after this whole adventure, I bet you'll never want to get married.
3: Not true. Under my stinging sarcasm, I'm actually a romantic at heart who wants to be surprised with chocolates and flowers and a
4: boombox playing Peter Gabriel. (sighs) I guess I'm lucky to have Nick.
3: The guy who ditched you so you had to ask me to go to the wedding with you?
4: Marriage is about give and take, Madison. Wait till the next time he asks me to visit his mother. I already feel the migraine coming on.
3: So marriage is about compromise, understanding... And manipulation. Oh, well, I think I'm going to be sticking in the friends with benefits column for a while. I'm in no rush. Besides, I have no idea how long I'm going to be in these old-timey radio shows. And although I love how all the guys dress in suits and stuff, very hot, none of them have seen anything from Harry Potter or the Star Wars franchises, and the only Disney film we can bond over is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. My Prince Charming needs to have a fabulous video playlist. The Thin Man was originally a novel written in 1934 by Dashiell Hammett, who also created the well-known detective Sam Spade. His work followed the retired detective Nick Charles and his sharp-witted wife Nora as they stumbled into solving crimes together. The couple appeared in films, radio, and as MGM's first television series, Hammett's creation of a crime-fighting couple has remained a popular storyline in entertainment now for over nine decades. Hey, it's Madison. I wanted to thank you guys so much for listening. Before the announcer dude reads the credits, which you should totes listen to because this cast was amazing, did you know we have an email newsletter? You'll get the first look at upcoming episodes and a bunch of not-found-anywhere-else Madison stuff. To sign up, go to our website, madisonontheair.com. I promise I won't spam you. Much. Bye!
1: Madison on the Air was written and produced by Chrissy Talon Sage, with music composition and audio engineering by Jeremy Sage. The role of Madison Standish was played by Chrissy Talon Sage. Laura Christine Elliott appeared as Nora. Other actors in the cast were Megan Peacock as Bingo, David Pinion as Arthur, Julie Hoverson as Jane, Jeremy Sage as Georgie the Germ and the Minister, Albert Garnica as Honeymoon Harvey, and Steve Jun as Snakey.
6: This is Jack Ward, and on behalf of everyone here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you, your family, and all your friends safe harbor during these difficult times.